Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the Good Fucking Energy Podcast. I am your host. My name is Brooke. In case you aren't familiar with me, I am the owner, the creator, the founder of Arcanum LA, a crystal jewelry brand, and Arcanum Life, my online manifestation courses and coaching also my social media. You may know me from Instagram or TikTok, Arcanum Life and Arcanum LA. But yeah, I just felt like I needed to do that intro because I don't know if I've done it in a minute. It feels like it's been so long since I recorded, but I know that I am being good right now. I'm being consistent. I posted a podcast two weeks ago, so we're on track for every two weeks, but I do really want to start doing weekly That is an intention of mine, and now I have a lovely team. I literally have been manifesting my dream team for as long as I've had my business, honestly, as long as my business got to the point where I was like, oh shit, I need need some help, and I really just have such an incredible team now. So I have an assistant who is helping me with editing. Shout out Jess. You're probably editing this right now. But yeah, I feel like now I have a lot more ability to hop back on the mic and be more frequent with the podcast. And I really do fucking love podcasting. Once I get into the flow of it, I I really enjoy it every time. I think what I get most in my head about is that I really want to always create something that's valuable, that really provides something to whoever's listening and that can feel like a lot of pressure so I'm just kind of allowing myself to remove that a bit you know not of course I'm still I'm going to always deliver the best that I can and provide value to you as a listener but also just not fucking stress over it you know it's like There's always these little pieces, these little golden nuggets that channel through me every time. So, you know, whether I'm talking about just my life or I have a topic that I really want to share with you guys, an awakening that I've gone through, an insight that I've received like today, there will always be, you know, what's meant to be shared will be shared and there will always be those golden nuggets of wisdom, of insight that channel through me and are meant for someone out there, possibly you. So yeah, I'm just kind of removing the pressure and just letting this be fun as it should be, as everything in life should be. And that's kind of a lot like what this episode is actually about. You can tell by the podcast episode title, this episode is really about happiness and allowing ourselves to be happy and you know understanding what is happiness how do we access that how do we maintain that why are so many of us unhappy and what can we begin to do to really find that true inner peace that true joy and happiness and this is something that I'm very passionate about talking about as most things are on my podcast that I share about But I'm not somebody who has been happy my whole life. I still struggle to 
maintain and feel into and allow myself. That's really the key part here is allow myself to be happy. And we'll get into why there's sometimes that resistance or that struggle and that need to kind of overcome those barriers that we've put up for ourselves or that we've, you know, subconsciously implemented due to what we've been through in our lives, what we've experienced, some of our traumas. But I, for as long as I can remember in my childhood too, struggled with anxiety. You know, as a child, I obviously didn't know it was anxiety, but looking back, I see very, I mean, severe anxiety where I feel for my little self because this was, I'm talking little, 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 like six or seven, but really having severe anxiety. I used to have a lot of anxiety at bedtime. I think a lot of kids do, but I just can still remember and feel that now. And moving into, you know, my teen years were like, 12, 13, really cripplingly self-conscious and really hating myself from a very young age. I mean, even again, when I think back to when I was like six or seven, even at that age, I have memories of disliking things about myself and wanting myself to be different. And then, you know, as that progresses into high school, all that anxiety, um, you know, some traumas from my childhood as well that were buried and feeling very unseen, unheard, and not knowing how to process those emotions obviously created the perfect storm for a pretty rough (laughs) teen experience into my early 20s. I really struggled with depression severe depression and struggled with it alone. You know, I didn't really talk to anybody about it. I went to therapy. I was in and out of therapy from a pretty young age, again, from probably around like 12. But yeah, for the most part, I just really dealt with it on my own. And it just kind of became a part of who I was. And I think that that's where a lot of us get sucked into this dangerous cycle of unhappiness, of sadness, of depression, of not letting ourselves enjoy or see the beauty in the world or experience the beauty in the world. By the time I was probably like 16 or 17, it really just was like who I was. I just viewed myself as kind of a dark person, a, um, you know, like people would take pictures smiling and I would like have like a straight face flipping off the camera, like that kind of energy, which can be fun. (laughs) Like it can be a vibe, but when that's like literally who you are inside and out, it's dangerous. And I had to decide, you know, is this how I'm going to live the rest of my life? You know, it's It might be kind of cute and fun and like you can get away with it now when you're 19, 20, 21, 22, but how am I going to hold a job when I am honestly just like struggling to want to wake up in the morning, to want to live, to, you know, having these breakdowns where I just 
question, is this how I'm going to feel the rest of my life? And kind of waiting for somebody to save me, yet not letting anybody in at the same time. And I just hit this point where I realized the only person who's going to save me is me and nothing's going to change unless I change it. So that's really what led me on this healing journey that I've been on to doing everything that I do now to becoming so passionate about learning about subconscious rewiring, neurolinguistic programming, manifestation, diving deep into my spirituality. And if you've listened to the podcast before, you know spirituality has always been a constant that has followed me through my life. Almost like, you know, this is exactly what I'm meant to do. And like my angels, my guides have been prepping me this whole time. And I believe along with that, you know, that depression and that anxiety that I suffered too all led to this as well. So there's a purpose behind it all. There's a reason for it all. And all of it, in hindsight, is a blessing to me. And I'm thankful for it. But it did force me to hit that point of deciding, you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to continue to live like this? Or am I going to take my spirituality serious this time? And, you know, what's the harm? Either I dive deep into this, I give it a shot and it doesn't work and I'm stuck the way I am. Okay. Or I give it a shot. I dive deep into this and it fucking heals me. And I actually can get to live the life that I want to live and be happy and smile and enjoy life. You know, there's no harm in trying because either I'm going to stay the way I've always been or I'm going to get exactly what I want. (laughs) As someone who has firsthand, you know, struggled with depression, but also seen people who I deeply love and care about also struggle with depression and have to worry about people in my life. Um, You know, I don't know if depression is genetic, but I will say everybody in my immediate family has struggled with depression. So it's been a very normalized thing in my family. It's almost like a given. (laughs) And I've also seen this normalization of being sad of suffering in society from, you know, we hear it in music or we see it kind of romanticized or glamorized on shows. And I'm always the first to really (laughs) like call that shit out when, you know, me and my boyfriend are watching a show or a movie and I'm like, oh fuck. Like, I hope, I hope a 16 year old isn't watching this and thinking like, that's cool that they're showing right now. You know, somebody being depressed, somebody self-harming, somebody starving themselves. Shit like that that you just see kind of glamorized on television because I think I grew up a bit in that era too. So it was, again, more normalized for me. Also, you'd see like Skins. I loved Skins. (laughs) If you guys have watched Skins, like the UK version, I was watching it back recently and I'm like, oh shit, like I was like idolizing this as a child. Like when I was like 15, 16, I thought this was so cool. And you kind of look back as an adult and see maybe where you may have been influenced. And again, I'm not saying, you know, all shows that show that are bad. Oh, another show that just really sent me was Euphoria. There were just scenes in Euphoria that were hard for me to watch because 
it's familiar to me, you know, it's like, I've been there and it's not something that is cool or should be glamorized. But I hope that viewers understand that and hopefully take things as more of a warning than as, um, you know, something to look up to or emulate. But um, also, you know, there's music. I, I tend to like more sad music, like emo-ish music, because it's almost comforting to me. Um, because it reminds me, you know, like other people get it. Other people understand it. Other people have been through it. That was really healing for me. So I'm not saying all of this is bad, but still it is more normalized in society. And you even see it in trends, you know, kind of like that emo vibe that's been resurfacing, which for one, I'm all about because I'm like, that's my vibe. Like I love an all black fit. I I love like a little bit of like an edgier look, like love it. But also where do we draw the line of making sure that we aren't making that our identity? And of course, you know, you want to express yourself and what you're feeling, but we need to make sure that we don't get stuck in it as I did when I was younger, where it just became, you know, that's how Brooke is. Like, I don't, I, we don't have to live that way. And if me making this episode and kind of sharing, you know, what I've learned about happiness, what I continue to learn about happiness can save anybody from getting stuck in that Just like I see in my head, like, um, what's that sand that sucks you in? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I could like see the image of it, but that's what it feels like. Like sinking sand. I don't fucking know. You guys know what I'm talking about, but it's like you step into it and then you just get pulled deeper and deeper and deeper until you're all consumed by it. And I want to help people to not do that and realize that you get to choose differently. Other than, you know, depression or sadness or suffering being kind of glamorized or portrayed as cool. I mean, like you you see this shit on TikTok. You see it you see it all over the place. Like you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it just makes me so upset because I know like how impressionable you are when you're a teenager and like when you see that and if you see somebody that you look up to that's kind of like glamorizing that then you kind of are more drawn to it too you just normalize it as like oh other people do these things or feel these ways it's fine for me too and of course you know there's like it's like a there's duality to it all because it is great to see people who are actually being vulnerable in the way of helping, of being like, hey, this is what I'm experiencing. Like, you aren't alone. That's one thing. But kind of, you know, making it like a aesthetic, you know, or like a like a trend. That's That's the danger. Another, you know, thing that I think really pushes us away from happiness and continues to push us into these consistent feelings of being unhappy or, you know, feeling like you're never enough or always kind of beating yourself down or just not letting yourself enjoy life. I feel that we can often feel guilty for that 
you know, when we see other suffering happening in the world or we see injustices, we feel this guilt when we are happy, when we are experiencing abundance, when we are experiencing success. And I've experienced this also firsthand where then you kind of feel less relatable to other people because now you no longer are You don't have shit to talk about with the people who you used to talk about being sad with or, you know, you would relate to people on kind of like fucking Mondays suck. Am I right? Like just bullshit like that, like just kind of hating the the normalcy of hating life and hating your work and hating the day to day things that you do. You kind of feel this guilt when you realize oh, I love what I do every day. I love waking up. I love what I get to do. I am successful. I am manifesting things I've always dreamt of with ease. Holy fuck. Other people aren't doing that. And then you begin to kind of self-sabotage because you feel this subconscious guilt for it. And Again, you aren't allowing yourself to be happy. Something within you is still telling yourself that you don't deserve this or that you shouldn't let yourself be happy because other people aren't happy. But we also have to come back to that realization that only we ourselves can save ourselves and everybody else Only they can save themselves on the deepest meaning of that, right? Like in your soul, in your heart, in your healing, nobody can do that for you. Nobody can heal for you. Of course, we can help people in many other ways. And, you know, the more abundance you have, the more you're able to give back and help people and, you know, give people resources to lift them up. And that's amazing. And that's great. And that's one of my motivations for being successful, for being abundant, for manifesting wealth is because I know that, you know, it's almost like I got to get out. And then when I get out and I have this insane overflow of abundance, I can use that to help lift other people out as well. That's kind of what I've used to help myself stay out of falling into that trap of guilt. You know, remembering that the more I have, the more I can give. And also recognizing the harsh truth that nobody can do anybody else's healing for them. And it's not always easy. Healing's not linear. I'm still healing. I think I'll always be healing. I think we all always will be healing. That's a part of it. But I do the work and I continue to do the work and it's not always fun. It's not always easy. Sometimes the easiest thing to choose is that unhappiness, is to just throw your hands up and feed into it for the day, give into it. The harder option, the one that takes more work, is choosing happiness again and again and again and seeking it out. 
But that's the work you have to do within yourself. And that's the work that each person has to do within themselves. So the best thing that we can do is lead by example. Happiness is a state. And something I learned in neuro-linguistic programming is that states are available for us to tap into at any moment, right? Like you can think of something really, really, really sad right now and meditate on it and focus on it. And you can make yourself sad. You can do the same with happiness. You can choose to feed and fuel happiness within yourself. It's a choice. It's a decision. And again, it's not always the easiest. Often, the easiest is going to be whatever is familiar to us. That's because that's how our subconscious mind works. And our subconscious mind is the home to our feelings, to our emotions. We create these autopilot roads that we travel down, these neural pathways where one neuron triggers another, triggers another, triggers another. And the more that this road is traveled down, it becomes automatic, like a well-paved street that your Tesla self-drives itself on. (laughs) This is where the saying neurons that fire together wire together. So they become part of a system. And after repetition, after some time, these systems just become so automatic, so normalized to us that we don't really realize that we're running them at all. So these can be anything. This can be a belief. This can be a feeling. This can be a habit. This can be a mindset, thought. This can be the emotion, the perception, the feelings that you operate from and tap into daily. So if you're used to feeling like shit every single day and waking up and immediately thinking about what stresses you have to face today, what bad thing is going to happen to you today, all the things you aren't looking forward to doing, seeing the world from a, oh, I have to do this instead of a, I get to do this. Seeing your life as a punishment instead of a gift, that becomes your automatic set point, your automatic way of functioning. Without even having to think, your mind just travels down that road. So from there, to choose happiness, it's going to take some work because now you're literally starting from scratch, carving out a new road that eventually you can and you will travel down automatically just as you have the old one that no longer serves you, but it's going to take some intention. It's going to take some work on your part. It's going to take some practice, some reminding. I had a similar experience with this the other day because, you know, as I just shared, I am still healing. I will always be healing Actually, I don't want to put that out on the universe. (laughs) It's not that I will always be healing, but there's always more to learn about yourself. There's always more to grow, to understand, to uncover, to integrate more within yourself. 
I don't believe that I will always struggle with this, but I believe that, you know, sometimes you're tested and sometimes even if you've really paved out that new road, sometimes that old road will be like, hey, remember me? And try to travel down that. But I've been doing really good. I've been doing really good actually of just feeling fucking good really just feeling fucking good no matter what's going on and that's this is really where the art in it is and this is the art of manifestation as well as no matter what you are experiencing right now look around you right now in your current physical reality being able to be somewhere else internally and experience something else within you so Whether that's, you know, with your finances, no matter what your bank account looks like right now, being able to experience and feel and believe that you are abundant and feel abundant. And when you spend, spend abundantly. You know, I'm not saying max out your credit card, but go get that coffee and don't think, oh shit, I shouldn't have gotten a coffee today. Like, no, like it's a $5 coffee, babe. Like, enjoy it. Let yourself have those treats. If your current home is not where you want to live and you know it's not your ideal situation, can you tap into feeling comforted by your space now and feeling supported by your space now and feeling at home and grateful for it now? If you hate your job, And Monday through Friday, you wake up each day to go do the same thing at that same job around the same people, and it's become this just weight on your shoulders. Can you begin to now decide to feel differently? Try on a new set of glasses and just try to see it all from a fresh set of eyes, from a new perspective. Seek out the little things to be grateful for. Seek out the beauty. Add little things to your day that enrich your life more. Don't wait for that promotion, for that new job opportunity, for that new home, for that raise, for that next big up level, big step, big change in your life, that relationship, whatever it is, don't wait for that to feel what you want to feel. Begin to feel it now and practice feeling it now and decide each day that that's what you're going to feel. You know that TikTok that's like, what is one of the biggest scams that like we're still believing, which by the way, I should probably make this (laughs) into a TikTok now that I'm thinking of this, but One of the biggest scams that we continue to believe is that we don't have the power to choose how we feel. We think what's outside of us chooses how we feel. But really, we get to choose within us how we're going to feel, how we're going to perceive it, what we're going to experience. And it all starts there. And from there, your external will catch up and will begin to reflect that back to you until the external is giving you exactly what you're putting out, until you do somehow magically, right, manifest that promotion, that raise, that new job, that new relationship, that new lifestyle, that complete life up level and change. But it starts within, and the biggest scam 
is thinking that we have to wait for what's outside of us to be what we want it to be in order to feel how we want to feel. When you wake up each day, decide how you're going to experience life, how you're going to feel about life, what you're going to intentionally seek out and focus on. Because what you focus on will expand. You will begin to filter more of that in through your reticular activating system and actual function in your subconscious mind. Energetically, you are going to magnetize more of those aligned frequencies, experiences, and things to you. And you'll just be amazed at how this same life that you've been living on repeat day after day for God knows how many years suddenly gets to be different, even if nothing externally has changed yet, but it gets to feel and be and be experienced in a complete new way because you have chosen to see it in a complete new way. One of my favorite quotes to remember that just came to me so divinely, just channeled through me right now, is in order to change the story, you must change the author. So in order to change the story of what you're experiencing, you need to change who's telling the story. Tell the story from a different point of view. Be a different version of yourself, the version of you who actually chooses happiness. And even though it may be hard, and even though automatically you want to think about everything that's shitty today, and you want to look out the window and be upset about the weather, and you want to focus on that you got a flat tire or focus on that your boss yelled at you today, you decide again and again and again and remind yourself over and over and over, that's not the energy I feed anymore. I focus on something different. I expect something different. And I'm not mad if I don't get what I expect, but I just continue to align and focus on what I do expect, what I do want to experience. I decide to be happy and I choose to seek that out. It's like seeing the silver lining in everything. A mindset that helps with this that I talk about often is seeing everything is happening for you. So that flat tire, you know, that could be, <laughs> that can be the grounds to just really set you off for the day. Trust me, I've been there. I know it. Or you could be like, I mean, thank God. What is this saving me from? This is happening for me. Just find what in that was actually a blessing for you. Maybe your boss yelling at you was that final thing that really showed you, hey, this is not where you're meant to be and you deserve better. And although that was a shitty experience, be thankful because now you have more clarity. For me, you know, how this shows up now is very different because I have been doing really good. So it almost becomes like a given, right? It's like, Of course, I see the beauty everywhere and the magic everywhere. But also, there is still a practice to that. There is still an intention. And when I am not being consistent with my morning practice, with connecting each morning to my guidance, to source, to the universe, to my power, 
reminding myself of my power and usually the intention that I set basically every day is to just see the magic in the world and experience magic in my day, you know, among other intentions that I may have, but that's always like the core of it. And so I'll leave my house and drive to my workout and just be in awe at the trees or the sky, like the littlest things. I'll just really have this appreciation for. And I almost want to say like over dramatically appreciate, but also I think we under dramatically appreciate these things because if you ever think about, if you ever look out your window and you think if I was an alien dropped on this planet right now, what would I think? You really see the beauty and the just incredible nature of everything. And I like to see the world from that set of eyes. It makes it really fun. But I'll get, you know, in a really good place from doing this. And then what happened to me the other day, actually just yesterday, I woke up, you know, after a pretty busy weekend and then knowing that I was going into a pretty busy week, just going on to my autopilot functions of when I'm stressed and overwhelmed, which used to be my constant state. If you listen to older episodes of this, if you have followed me for a while, I've talked about this a lot because this has been something that I really struggled with. This was some of the, you know, that final layer of healing that I still needed to shed that I've been really working on. And it's crazy because you hit that tipping point and you don't even realize it. Like one second, one day, you know, you're struggling with something. And then before you know it, you've really overcome it. But you almost don't even realize that you've overcome it because you just, I don't know, you just kind of take it for granted, right? So I'd really been working on that over the last I'd say like a year and you know the universe had given me tests and challenges and it just it has been a lesson a year-long final for a lesson that I've been learning my whole life and I've gotten really good at it of just deciding that that's not how I feel anymore I actually just talked to my acupuncturist, I had my first appointment back since like 2019. I hadn't been there since before COVID. And he was reading back to me my old chart. And just the shit I said was so crazy. Like, it was just so weird hearing it now. Because at the time, I just talked about this on my TikTok live too. But at the time, I wasn't, I didn't have my business. And I was working in fashion And he had asked, you know, like, what makes you happy? What would actually make you happy? And I wrote down helping people. (laughs) Like, I just put, like, I don't know what I want to do. I just want to help people. And fast forward a few years later, and that's exactly what I'm doing. Just hearing everything that I had dreamt of and then living it now. And then hearing, you know, the state that I was in and remembering how real all of that was for me, how constant that was for me and you know he asked do you still feel very overwhelmed and stressed you feel anxious and I said no I decided that I don't feel that way anymore and he was like you decided that you don't feel that way anymore I'm like yeah I just decided that 
I don't get anxious. I don't get stressed. I don't get overwhelmed. Like, it's all good. (laughs) And that's really my belief now is like, it's all good. Like, the universe has had my back so many times. And even when I was like, universe, what the fuck? (laughs) Why don't you have my back right now? It always realigned me to something even more perfect. So at this point, I'm just like, it is what it is. Like I flow with it and I trust that it's all happening for me. But on Monday, I woke up feeling really anxious, really stressed out. Like, you know, when you feel like your heart, like a visceral experience, like you're feeling it in your body and you just can't calm it down. Like almost nothing you do settles it. I mean, I tried meditating, I was journaling, but even then, like I just couldn't really quiet my mind at all. It just kept being you know, these intrusive thoughts of how stressful my week was going to be and everything that I needed to do and everything that I was slacking on and everything, all the ways that I wasn't living up to my potential and just thing after thing after thing. And then I was making my coffee and just that reminder just plugged into my mind. Happiness is a choice. Just as simple as that. And like that, I just shifted it. I was like, actually, yeah, it is a choice. What I'm going to feed into, what I'm going to focus on. Am I deciding that I'm going to be happy today? Or I'm deciding that today is going to be shit. How can I support myself today? What do I need? What can make me feel better? What can support me in you know releasing this anxiety what is what is the root of this anxiety okay I don't feel like I have you know my schedule together I don't feel very organized right now okay let's take some time to get organized let's handle this from a higher self perspective realizing that this experience although it may be an experience that's real it is temporary and how I face this the energy that I face this from the perception that I take this is up to me it's a choice so I'm choosing to be happy now I'm choosing to know and trust and believe that it's all gonna be fine it's okay and I'm gonna let myself handle it and take care of it and get through it and if I need that extra nudge that extra guidance that comforting, my higher self is always right there for me to tap into, for me to remember. And I want to make it clear as well that this is never about like gaslighting yourself, right? This isn't you telling yourself you're happy when you're fucking sad or when you're hurting. This is remembering that you can experience what you are experiencing, which may be a very real emotion, an experience or trauma and you can choose something different at the same time and this is something that I'm really working on right now this is the next level of this awakening that I'm entering into now I'm like smiling as I'm saying this because it's confirming and I can feel like chills in my body like the universe like yes bitch yes this is what we wanted you to realize because just just to also let you guys know this podcast episode was not planned It just 
has been what's been on my mind. And then I just did a tarot poll that was so aligned to it. So I'm just like, let's just rant on this a little bit because it's prevalent. So as I'm speaking to you, I'm I'm coming to some of my own awakenings and realizations and just stabilizing myself in these current learnings. But it's really the energy of yes and. Yes, I feel this way, right? Like yesterday. Yes, I'm unorganized right now. Not anymore because I got my shit together yesterday. But at the moment, I was like, yes, I'm unorganized. Yes, there are things in my life that aren't perfect right now. You know, I moved into this house in June. It's now end of July and I still have a full room, which is my office, that isn't unpacked, isn't organized. It's filled with boxes. You know, we're still getting settled in, so it's not the most comforting, homey feel yet, although it is getting there and I do really love this space. But see, that's me picking out the silver lining as well. But, um, you know, yes, I'm experiencing this right now. And I get to tap into how I want to feel now and experience it now. Yes, some things are up in the air, but, and I get to tap into the vibration of stability, of security, of knowing that it's all good. It's all okay. It's all happening perfectly. And applying this, no matter what you're feeling, you know, if you're sad, if you're disappointed, yes, I'm disappointed that this didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. And I get to choose to be happy too and trust and know that something better is on its way to me now. You still get to acknowledge and feel and experience that very real emotion that you have within you, right? We want to feel these things because we want them to come to the surface and be released so that we aren't kind of pushing them down and just burying them into our shadows only to kind of, you know, nag at us and become something that surfaces later on, only it's grown into this huge monster and piled on a million other things to it too. We want to process these emotions, these experiences, these things as they come and allow ourselves to still be happy to still tap into the frequency that we want to experience. It's about meeting yourself where you are, accepting yourself right here. And this is the higher self perspective. This is stepping into that higher self position when you can look at yourself right now as you are and accept it. Accept what you're feeling. Accept what you're experiencing. Accept what has led you here. Forgive yourself for, you know, maybe feeding in to a certain level of unhappiness, of toxicity, of guilt, of suffering in ways self-sabotaging yourself for so long or letting, you know, these external forces have such a huge impact on you and allowing those to be what creates your life for you for so long, forgiving yourself for that. Forgiving yourself for the mistakes you've made along the way, 
forgiving others for the mistakes they've made, for hurting you, understanding that when we take this higher perspective, it's all happening in this perfect storm for all of us, teaching all of us the lessons that we came here to learn. We're all teachers to one another. We're all walking each other home and we're all, you know, living out these soul contracts that we have to teach others forgiveness, to teach others how to heal and so on. Being able to take that perspective, accept, forgive, acknowledge and allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to be present in this moment and not, again, gaslight yourself or, you know, try to stuff it all away, push it down into the shadows. And also reminding yourself that it gets to be different. That you get to choose differently from this moment forward. From right now, this second, you can choose happiness. And then remind yourself again an hour from now. And then an hour from that. And an hour from that. And as I shared with my own experience, you know, initially it may be like that. It really is like a constant reminder of like, I get to be happy. I'm allowed to be happy. How can I view what I'm viewing right now from a different lens? A lens that makes me happy, that feels good, that shows me the beauty of this world and also shows me, you know, how great everything is, but also how little certain things matter in the scheme of things, you know? Like a bad day at work, that's not something you're going to remember for your whole life. Letting things go, letting things just pass through you and roll the fuck off you. Not penetrating you, you know, that's protecting your energy. That's staying stable and strong in the energy that you decide to vibrate at. That's mastering your energy with an intention. And in the beginning... You know, you may have to remind yourself constantly and it may be more of a practice, but before you know it, it's autopilot, right? That road becomes really well paved and then it's only every once in a while when you face those challenges that you have to remind yourself again and take yourself back to that step one. How can I see this differently? Let myself enjoy this. Let myself be happy. Yes, I'm experiencing this and I choose to be happy. And I choose to seek the beauty in this. And I choose to look out at the world in awe and amazement all the fucking time. The importance and what this all boils down to is remembering Awakening to, first off, awakening to, and then remembering, constantly remembering your power. Because it's natural to forget, right? It's something that I think we all do. I think that, you know, any spiritual teacher or mindset coach or anybody that I've looked up to still speaks on this of remembering your power. Because it's not something that 
is promoted to us <laughs> as like a given or a part of life. In fact, quite the opposite is what we're kind of subconsciously fed in society of, you know, not really having a say, not really having power, but we have so much power within ourselves, within our energy, within the unseen realm that science is just now beginning to tap into. It's not that it isn't there. It's that we literally don't even have the capability, the power, the tools physically to measure what's going on on an energetic level. The power that we have through our energy, through our intention, through our thoughts, through our choices, through our beliefs. But we don't need stone cold science to know that this shit works. I've done it. I've seen thousands of other people do it. I've seen my coaches, the people that I look up to do it. I've seen my students do it. In three, four months in my course, the shit that my students overcome, the healing that is done, the alignment that is found, the manifestations that seamlessly flow into their life when they are living at this capacity and choosing to tap into this level of power, owning it, and then creating their life daily from this place, it's that's all the proof I need. We get to enjoy this life. We get to learn our lessons that we came here to learn that won't always be motherfucking rainbows and butterflies. I can tell you that firsthand. But we get to enjoy it too. It's like when you used to go to school. Like I think back when I was like in elementary school and you would go to school, you'd learn your lessons, but then you'd also go to recess. And you'd also, you know, like sit next to your best friend in class and kind of giggle during the class. Like you were learning, you were doing shit, but you were also having fun. That's how life is meant to be. It's not childhood, then seriousness, 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 and then we die. It's an experience. Our souls are here to experience whatever it is that we want to experience and what we desire to experience at our core, what we truly desire to experience when we ask ourselves, what do I want to feel? What do I want to experience in this life? There's a reason why we desire that. Those true, not those egoic desires, but those true heart-based, soul-based desires are given to us for a reason. It's the path that we are meant to walk. And again, there will be lessons along the way. There will be challenges along the way. But we have the power to be the drivers, to be the authors of this story and decide, is it going to be a sad story where challenge after challenge after challenge, 
the main character is just beat down? Or is it going to be the story of a hero where challenge after challenge after challenge, which reminder, we all face challenges. And I know some people's, you know, traumas may be trauma with a big T deeper than others, but I've never met somebody who hasn't had something really difficult that they've had to overcome or something that's really hurt them or that's really challenged them. But are you going to let them beat you down? Or are you going to take those positive learnings from those lessons, which you are meant to do, to grow from, which you are meant to do, for your soul to evolve from, which you are meant to do, and have this story be about a hero who, besides all the challenges, all the shit that happened, overcame it all, and created the life that they dreamt of living. I mean, (laughs) don't forget your power. Moral of the story, don't forget your fucking power. Whatever you do today, I want you to move forward from this podcast episode intentionally practicing utilizing your power changing your perspective, choosing the story you want to write, choosing the experiences you want to experience, and looking at your entire life, closing your eyes right now and reopening them to see it all from a new perspective, a new lens that serves you, that serves the life that you want to create where everything you dream of isn't just possible, but it's fucking available to you. It's an of course, it's a given, it's expected. And all of this is leading you exactly where you want to go. So you might as well enjoy the fucking ride. And with that, I will leave you for the day. I am excited to be back and recording podcast episodes more frequently. Like I said, I am definitely going to work on trying to do every week on Tuesday. So this is the official real start, I feel, of the Good Fucking Energy podcast, like getting on, you know, a consistent schedule with it. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see where this podcast goes because I fucking love doing this. I can just feel it channel through me. And I love sharing with you guys on this level. You can check the show notes for links to, you know, my Instagram, my TikTok, check out Arcanum LA. We did a drop in, damn, I guess it was July. Was it July? Holy shit. It hasn't even been a month. That's crazy. Um, wow. (laughs) We did a really pretty drop in beginning of July. I believe it was July. I think it was. Um, just some really gorgeous new styles that I'm loving personally, continuously wearing the angelic clasp and angelic rosary, which I think we're sold out of right now, but we'll be restocking soon, but check that out. Also, I'll leave a link to get on the wait list for the next round of align and attract, which will be opening in 2023. January 2023 or early February. I only do it twice a year. 
and I really do love a small group. So get on the wait list. You will be the first to notified, you know, if we do open doors early for an extended payment plan, which I'm definitely, definitely leaning towards doing for you guys. So I'm not sure how soon we're going to open the doors this time around, but you know, just get you guys in get you secured, reserve your spot, get you started on a payment plan so that the payment plan can be way less, way more attainable. Be sure to get on the wait list. We are in the second round right now and already the the manifestations and the shifts about roll through from the second people enroll. Not even from the second they dive into the work. I mean from the second they enroll and they make that energetic commitment to the universe to change their life. Ugh, it never fails to amaze me. I love it. So good. But so excited to share the testimonials and the results from the second round students and we're still having additional come in from the first round because this course although it's taken like a group course you're very much encouraged to take it at your own pace I know we all have different schedules different lifestyles so some of the first round students are just now finishing and telling me what they're experiencing so I can't wait to continue to share that with you guys get on the list I will link it below to make sure that you reserve your spot in that next round. Again, I only do it twice a year. So it will always only be in, you know, around New Year's time and then around June, May, June, July-ish. So summer and winter and that's it. So I hope to see you in this next round. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please rate and review. I know that that helps a lot with podcasts. I'm still new to it a bit even though I've had this podcast, I guess, for six months, but I don't really know what it does, but rate and review (laughs) and also share it on your story. Send this to somebody who you think would benefit from this and go DM me and tell me how you feel about this episode. I love, 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 love reading your guys' DMs about your takeaways when you listen to these episodes like you have no idea how much it just fuels my soul, fuels my energy and just makes me so much more motivated to do this again and again. Like when I know how much this helps you, how much of a difference this makes, that's why I do this. That's why I show up for this. Like this is my podcasts aren't monetized or anything. Like this is a completely free offering that I do. And I do it purely because I know how much it serves you. And I love to talk to you about that. So I will see you over on the socials, Instagram, TikTok. Say hi to me and have a beautiful day. Be cautious of your perspective, actively shift it, and own the fuck out of your power. I love you. I'm sending you all the love and good fucking energy. Bye.